Thanks for that, everyone. Uh, I, I, I really love just kind of being in the, the, the sound, the cacophony of people <laughs> connecting. It's so sweet, um, especially when it's accentuated by the silence that we get to share together as well. So thanks for that. Thanks for allowing me to enjoy the cacophony. It's good. It's good for me. Tonight, uh, what I'd like to share with you is I want to talk um, at length about one word. Because <laughs> it's a word that I've come back to at times in my practice that is so, so simple but so powerful. And I was on a retreat of my own two weeks ago where uh, it was so nice. The first two days of the retreat, it was more of an interactive retreat, so it was in silence, but there were also... Uh, it was uh, a lot about um, communication and, and, and dialoguing in a meditative space. But it's interesting that two days were spent just exploring one word, and that word is pause. And I found it to be such a rich exploration to come back to again and again. And I invite you to begin that way of of pausing right now. And when I say pause, it could be to what's going on right now. For example, the feeling of your back against the chair or the feeling of your feet on the floor or your butt or sits bones touching the cushion. These direct and immediate experiences that are happening right now. And can you feel that, just that shift? You can kind of naturally be here, and then there's the pause, and then there's the shift into something different. And that's what I like about this word, is that it's really simple, and it reminds me how simple it, the thing is that we're doing. It's just pausing, like you just did, just to notice what's going on right now. And often when I pause, I do like coming to the body because it, it feels like the body for me is it guarantees that I'm right here in the present moment when I'm feeling the body. Like I know that. Oh, there are my feet. Here I am right here. It's so immediate. And it can be so simple to touch that. And so this is what I be, mean by pausing is uh, pausing to notice what's going on right now. And then when I use it in my daily life, there's another thing, just because maybe your life is like me. I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm going there. And to pause in terms of stopping. Okay, pause, Brian. Oh, okay, this is what's going on. Oh, I'm holding a cup. Oh, interesting. There's the feeling. It's so simple, and then there's the shift. Even if it's for a couple seconds, something opens up. And I find it to be a powerful word when I make it into a practice. It reminds me of these lines from a, a poem by Margaret Atwood. It's a little bit, she's talking about it in a different context, but I, th I think it's interesting in, in this context, these words. She says, I'd like to give you the silver branch, the small white flower, the one word that will protect you 
from the grief at the center of your dream, from the grief at the center. To give, to give ourselves the one word. And when I hear those, uh, those sentences, it's, it, it's the feeling of, oh, this one word protects me from the grief of not having truly lived my life. It's a protection to live my life differently. And it also feels like a gateway into this, this different way of being. At one of the retreat centers that I uh, teach at on the East Coast, it's called Insight Meditation Society. There's, a, there's one big room that's a, a staff dining room. And there's usually always some kind of cacophony like we just experienced of folks chatting and hanging out. It's a really sweet place to, to hang out. And then there's a door that enters into the silent space of retreat. And there's this very, very small little sign. It's so small that you can miss it. Right where you push the door open, right next to your right hand, that says, all it says is, the pause that remembers. And I love that. Because it's, it's like, oh, pausing as I'm walking. So it's not even stopping, but it's like as the door is opening, there's that sense of pausing and remembering. Remembering what? to notice what's going on right now. And it's interesting, the, the, the Pali word, Pali being the early scriptural language of, of Buddhism, for mindfulness, the, the word that's usually translated into mindfulness is uh, sati. And sati comes from the verb to remember, which I think is interesting that, that a lot of the activity of coming into being present is it's not like I need to work to be present. I just need to remember to be present. I need to pause. And once there's that condition, then here I am right here, right now with this. So what's it like if you were to take that on to pause during your day? Like pick a number that you might want to pause during your day, five times at least, or ten times. It could be, should be for a couple seconds, just to remember, oh, I'm going to pause. How does that change your day when you pause? When you engage in the pause that remembers? And keeping it that simple. And again, as I'm talking now, can you pause again what it's like? Oh, what's going on right now? Oh, here's the feeling of my body sitting. Sounds, maybe the sounds of cars you hear out there, the sound of my voice coming and going. And here we are together in this space right here, right now, being aware of this. You could say the, the, the Buddha of uh, early Buddhism, you, you find in some of these, these discourses, it's, it's interesting how he talks about sati or, or mindfulness. 
like he talks about how uh, we abide in sati, we abide in mindfulness, or we establish it. And from that, one is endowed with it. And I find this interesting language. For example, when I pause right now and I feel my body sitting, like I feel my butt on the cushion and I feel my legs crossed right now, the pause establishes mindfulness. So I don't do mindfulness. It comes from pausing, and there it is. And then I can just hang out with it. I establish it, and then there's a place of abiding there. And what I like about that language is it gives me this feeling that being present is not something that I'm actually doing. I'm more abiding there. I might need to do something like pause to get there, but the feeling, the immediate feeling of being present might feel different than kind of quote-unquote doing something. Have you noticed that in the pause, like when you feel your back against the chair? Like how much effort does it take to feel your back against the chair? Hopefully the answer is not much. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm going to at least project onto you. <laughs> but it doesn't, does it? It's, it's right there. And so there's a sense of once it's established, we can abide there, even if it's just for a few seconds. So we're here to set up the conditions that, that allow mindfulness to be established. So you'll, hopefully you're hearing that the language around mindfulness it can be quite different from, from early Buddhism than maybe what we're, we're used to. And we find this language in ways that I find points to that, like the, this poem by Jane Hirschfield that I love. She, you know, she says, only when I am quiet and do not speak Only when I am quiet for a long time and do not speak, do the objects of my life draw near. Can you feel the drawing near, how your experience draws near when we quiet down? Or another phrase that's used in, in Zen from the Zen Master Dogen is taking the backward step, which it feels like to me. When I pause, it's like, oh, it's, I feel like my life is just kind of running forward. And then I pause, and it's like a backward step. And I think this is why he says in his meditation instructions, stop searching for phrases and chasing after words. Take the backward step and turn the light inwards. It's just this. It's pausing, noticing what's happening right now. So there's a power to this. And maybe most importantly, at least tonight, this is the most important thing. Tomorrow night, maybe something different. <coughs> What's it like to pause when you're speaking? Man, talking, speaking, it's such a challenge. The, the list of things I regret saying. <laughs> It's long. It's really long. And the list of things that I wished I would have said if I paused and really seen the importance of saying something rather than being silent. 
the pause affords me that, that ability to restrain, to inhibit the things that I really need to inhibit saying and disinhibit around the things that I feel like situations call for me to say something. You know, as I, I mentioned, I was on this uh, retreat, it's called Insight Dialogue, and it was so powerful to have the sense where we were in silence and we were meditating, and then um, in the midst of the meditation, we would uh, a lot of times get into groups of two or groups of three, and then to be in the meditative space and speak and listen was really so powerful to do that. And I've, you know, I've done a retreat like that before and other retreats of various forms like that. To start to get a feeling of what it feels like to be present while speaking and listening. listening. And I think it, it has uh, two aspects, this pause that I just mentioned. It's, it's the pause that when I'm speaking with you, I can pause. And when I pause, I can feel my body sitting here right now. It's so great to be able to pause and speak because then I'm here more with you when I'm speaking. And have you noticed how tricky that can be? But then always the comment comes up, well, that's great, Brian, but do you know how many people are going to interrupt me if I pause? Mm -hmm. You ever have that experience? Yeah. Try to speak slowly and then boom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can't say what you want to say. <laughs> Looks like some people can relate to this. It's also interesting to have what I call an integrated pause. So I can be speaking to you and still have a sense of my body, have a sense of kind of the emotional flavor of my experience right now, like feeling the vibration in my throat or feeling my chest and my stomach. To pause in the, center, in, in the middle of speaking, to having a sense of what's going on right here and right now. So tonight, we're going to explore something different. And what I invite you to do is I'm going to, in just a moment here, is to get together with another person and then to explore what it's like to pause. So hopefully, I don't know how many people are here. We'll see if it, if it pans out. I'm, I'm hoping for an even number. And if not, we'll, we'll switch it up a little bit. And to explore this of what happens in the midst of speaking and listening around pausing. Just doing it for a few minutes. And I'll be guiding you through it to really give a controlled environment to see if we can get a feeling sense of what it feels like to pause and to talk about what it's like to pause. That will be kind of the subject. And I'll model this for you because it can be kind of confusing. <coughs> so now what I'd like you to do is to find another person to pair up with um, and just to get either be in uh, both of you in a chair or both of you on the floor. So just finding someone to pair up with in terms of this. And if we have an extra person, we'll, we'll figure that out. <laughs> Is there, raise your hand if you don't have a partner. Okay. Uh, Abigail, do you have a partner? Okay, great. Okay, is there anyone else without a partner? So everyone has a partner other than, okay, great. So maybe you can turn around so you're kind of in a circle there. So Barbara, just kind of be there and it will work out a little bit. You're going to need to pull out your chair just so you can face them. It's going to be important 
to really, so people in the chair might need to spread out a little bit just so you can face one another a little bit. That's quite important that you're facing one another. Yeah. Just make sure you know each other's names. <laughs> Connecting a little bit. Okay, good. So what I'd like you to do now is, um, is to pause and to take a, what I call a deep pause. So allowing your um, eyes to come inward, shutting the eyes and coming inward. Dean, you came at the perfect time. Barbara, you could, you could uh, connect with, with Dean here and maybe, uh, yeah. So just pausing, having the eyes closed or looking down and just, when I say pause, I mean what's going on right now? Feeling your body sitting. And just noticing what it's like to be sitting with another person. Just how that feels right now. And then in just a minute, the person sitting closest to me, and you're going to have to figure that out between each other a little bit. <laughs> So decide who's the person closest to me. Okay, so the person sitting closest to me, in a few minutes here, I'm going to have you begin to share what it's like to pause right now. So I'm going to model that to you so you get a sense of what I would share when I'm pausing right now. So when I pause right now and I open my eyes, then I see someone sit sitting in front of me. When I pause right now, I feel my legs touching the floor. When I pause right now, I hear the sound of birds coming and going. When I pause right now, I feel a stirring in my stomach. When I pause right now, I feel some nervousness so I, because I don't know exactly when to stop doing this. <laughs> and when I pause right now, there's some delight that kind of comes with that. So I'm just describing what I'm noticing right now. That speaker in just a few minutes, that's all I'll have you share. Listener, I invite you to pause as well. What is it like to notice what's going on right now as you listen to the other person. And it's important that you don't comment or you don't say anything, but you stay engaged. Your eyes are there with the other person as they share with you. So being fully engaged, pausing, noticing what's going on. And being open.
So speaker, now I invite you to begin to share what you're experiencing in your pause in this moment and practicing pausing as you speak. That's the most important thing. So please begin. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.